Hi, you've just downloaded or otherwise accessed a podcast of Cross Point Church and the teaching ministry presented through our weekly Sunday morning worship. Feel free to burn a copy of this file when you're finished and pass it along to a friend you think might also benefit from the teaching. We hope you enjoy the message today, and thanks again for taking the time to visit. Show of hands, does anybody or did anybody have a perfect mom? Okay, is anybody a perfect mom? Moms? No? That's what I thought. Every mom is perfect but me, right? Um, what I want us to see today from this text, if you want to turn to John chapter 19, is where we're going to be, is that moms seem to be, and, and really many, many of them are, pretty self-sufficient, uh, especially when it comes to their kids. But there are times in every mom's life where mom, even mom needs rescue. Even mom needs someone to come alongside and say, I, I got this. Let me carry this burden with you. Let me, let me walk this road with you. They need rescue from time to time. The scene today is, very, is, is, is the very depiction of that truth. Verses 25 to 27 of, of John 19 is, is this story of Mary being by the cross as Jesus has been crucified himself. So let's look at it together. It says, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, where is your son? And to the disciple, here is your mother. Where, from that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Now, re really brief text, and four things I want to share with you briefly from this text today about moms who need rescue. Moms, first of all, need rescue from isolation. Moms need rescue from isolation. That's what verse 25 speaks to. Near the cross of Jesus, stood his mother, his mother's sister, uh, uh, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. Women, generally speaking, don't do well in isolation because they're relational. They draw strength from each other's relationships with each other. And women don't do well in isolation. And by isolation, I'm not talking about a day at the spa or a weekend away. Women need that from time to time. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about pulling away from people and pulling away from situations where we would find comfort in and encouragement in. As a way of life, women, women are more, far more relational than men and need to relate to someone else to feel validated, oftentimes to feel whole. Remember when the serpent came to Eve in, in the garden? She was isolated and alone. And that's why he had victory with her, because she was by herself and, and, and was isolated. Jesus' mother, Mary, uh, she recognized this and was surrounded by her friends here and her family to her sister was with her on this most difficult day of her life stood at the, at the feet of the foot of the cross of Jesus with with friends and with family now whether she came there with with them or whether they found each other once they got there none, they nonetheless found each other and were with each other we see in this story they all got there and were bound together to help Mary during this this tragic time uh, event with her with her son Jesus Galatians 6 2 says to carry each other's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. That's what these friends and family were doing with Mary, is to help carry her burden when it mattered the most. Moms, make sure you're surrounded with these kinds of friends. If you don't have these kind of friends in your life, seek them out. That will, at a most crucial time in your life, 
You won't even have to call. They'll know to be there and show up. Every woman needs those kind of friends, especially every mom needs those kind of friends because God can and will use them in situations to rescue you from, from, from the circumstances that have you beaten down and hurt. Second thing I want us to see is moms not only need re rescue from isolation, they need rescue from the unknown. Moms need rescue from the unknown. The first part of verse 26 says, when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple he loved standing nearby, when Jesus said to his mother, dear woman, notice that Jesus doesn't refer to her as his mother, but as a woman. Why is that the case? Well, I would submit to you that I believe that he wanted to remind her that though he grew up, grew up in her home and was deeply influenced by her, that that relationship grew to be beyond something physical and something emotional. It was tied to something spiritual. There was a spiritual connection that he, he, he was trying to make there in his calling her woman instead of mother. Um, he was born into her home, but he was born into her home for something bigger than just to be her son. She knew that. But it's easy to forget that as time goes by. Uh, he was born into her home for something bigger. And I, I, I believe consequently this was his way of saying, I'm hanging here on the cross to forgive you of your sin too, Mary. And, and so that you, you can see that I'm not only your son, but I'm your savior and your Lord to, to, for her to see that. In fact, from this time forward, I, I hope you'll see me in that way. I think that's what he was saying to her and saying woman instead of mother. I'm guessing that Mary witnessed this as well, probably for herself, and, and that he told her that he was going to give birth to the son of, of, of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Gabriel did as he came to her. You, you remember that story that's always told at Christmas time? She said, she's a young teenager, probably 16 or 17, when Gabriel comes to visit to her, uh, to announce that she's going to bear the, the birth of, of God's son. Imagine her mind going back to that story as she's standing here near the cross, hearing the very words Gabriel told her over and over and over again, that you're going to give birth to the Son of the Most High. And here's, here's, here's the culmination of that day. Uh, I, I don't know that she saw that ahead of time, but she certainly saw it now. Uh, the more exposure though, we have to someone, the more ordinary they can become. And so here was Mary who raised this boy up in her home. Uh, he, he's... Uh, early 30s at this point when he's about to die on the cross. And so, but she's seen, uh, you ever been around a 10 to 12 year old little boy? I mean, they, they just smell like day old sweat. Most of them do. And in, in those kinds of situations, even Jesus to her can become kind of ordinary. And so I think this is his way of saying to her, woman, this is an extraordinary day. This is an extraordinary moment that maybe you weren't even prepared for yourself. Though you saw, you knew something was coming. You may not have known it was this. And so this is no ordinary moment and no, no ordinary event in her life. And so I don't know whether she saw this coming or not, but I doubt she did. She knew something was coming. I don't think she knew this was coming. This was unknown to her. So he rescues not only from isolation, but from the unknown. Thirdly, moms need rescue from regret. Rescue from regret. The last part of this verse says, Woman, here is your son. And he saw the disciple whom he loved standing by and said, Woman, here is your son. Here is your son. Just as referring to his mother as woman humanizes Mary, his referring to himself to say, Here is your son, deifies himself. He's saying, Not only were we earthly mother and son, 
I'm, I'm now your Savior, and I'm God. There, there is Godness in, in what you're seeing hanging on this cross. And so he does that not to put his mother down, but to humanize her and to deify himself so that she can see the separation between this is not only my son, but this is my Savior, the one that I need, the one that's, that's dying on this cross to save me from my sin. This is not to put her in her place, as I said, but rather to, to show her, reveal to her his Godness. Every moment in his childhood was leading up to this, to this separation of humanity and deity in front of her. And, and not just to, as I say, reveal his godness, but to reveal his purpose for being born in the first place, which is what Gabriel had told her that she would be a part of. Uh, my guess is that this realization caused her to have some regret. It would most moms to say, I should have seen this coming. I should have been better prepared for this. I should have recognized what was coming. And, and I don't know that I'm ready for this, but I should have, should have seen this coming. And on top of that, Every mom who witnesses any child of hers in a, in a hard, hurtful, painful situation is going to have some regret as to, why didn't I see that coming? Why couldn't I have prepared him and me better for, for this situation? And you want to rescue your kid. It's a natural tendency to want to do that. So you can imagine not only this realization that he is God and I'm human and he is dying for me, but that's also my little boy on the cross. And everything in me wants to rescue him. And so you, you, you can imagine this, this torn emotion that's going on in, in, her, in her mind that, that day. She could, would have done everything she could to avoid that and protect him from it. But it was inevitable that it come. Uh, so Mary was no different than, than any other woman, any other mother in that regard. But ladies, regret can lead us to a lot of problems. Regret can, can dig a hole for us in the past and keep us there. And the enemy will see to that if he can forever. Regret has a way of, of, of paralyzing us. Not, not just moms, but all of us. But especially moms, it can have a way of paralyzing us and keeping us held and bound to the, to the past. But there is rescue from regret too, moms. Rescue from isolation, from the unknown, and from regret. Finally, moms need rescue from sorrow. Need rescue from sorrow. Look at verse 27. And to the disciple, he said, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Here is, here is your mother, he said to the disciple. Now, the disciple whom Jesus loved, the scripture is talking about, is, was John himself. He's referring to himself in this story. And while it's certainly not clear here whether Mary is widowed, whether she's divorced, or whether she's estranged, we don't know that from Joseph, but we do know that she is here alone. And we know that she is neither, has neither a home to go back to or needs to be cared for in some way. So here's John the disciple stepping into this scene to care for Mary, the mother of Jesus. And the Gospels tell us that Mary had been there either near him or around him for most of his ministry, that she had left the culture and what she had known in Nazareth and had followed him to, to Judea. To support him in his ministry, we know that Jesus had at least one or two brothers. He, he likely had some sisters as well. Scripture doesn't mention those, but uh, in Jewish culture, that's the, that's, the, that's the likelihood for that situation. And so most, if not all, her kids were adults at this point. She had no kids at home probably and felt more freedom to leave and support Jesus in his ministry. So and we, we learned from the Gospels that she was there near or around things that he was doing, where he was doing them in Judea. Uh, so she's experienced this double loss, this loss of 
not only the family that she left to come and support him and the culture she had known and the home life she had known from that and the significance that she drew from it, but she left to see her son Jesus here on a cross. You can imagine this, this torn nature of her spirit and, and her emotions and her mind and her heart all going on at one time to say, I've left everything to support him and here he is dying in front of me. Uh, you can imagine her, her sorrow in that moment. And here is, here is as I said, Joseph stepping in to, to take care of her. Uh, she's devastated by these circumstances, no doubt. This should be a great encouragement to single moms or moms without a lot to, to go on and lean on and make, and make it through in life to say, ladies, hear this. Everything you need, everything you need can be found at the foot of the cross. Everything. In the timing that you want, in the way that you want, in, in the manner that you want, seldom is that true. But everything you need can be found at the foot of the cross. I know that's true because this word teaches it. And here is a story of, of Mary being alone, being no doubt torn and hurtful and sorrowful and, and with regret but finding everything she needs here at, at the foot of Jesus. And she's going to find him alive in, in two or three days. Uh, she doesn't know that yet, but she will. Uh, but everything we need can be found at the foot of the cross. And here's why. is because God sent him here to comfort our sorrows. He sent him here to rescue us in the midst of a hard place, in the midst of a sorrowful place. And as I said a moment ago, most moms can seem to be, and many are, self, pretty self-sufficient, especially to their kids. Uh, and they're often the ones doing the rescuing, moms are. But there are times where moms need rescued as well. So, mom, hear this as we leave today. Sooner or later, you can need rescue yourself. And it's okay. You're not, you're not inferior. You're not broken. There's not anything wrong with you if you need rescue from time to time. It's totally natural. Here's Mary, the mother of Jesus, a godly woman that, that Gabriel said, Mary, you're highly favored. Highly favored. And she even need rescue. And God sent her family and friends around her to rescue. Sends John, the disciple, Jesus does, to rescue her. So regardless of your situation, moms, it's okay to need rescue from time to time. You're, you're not broken or inferior because of it. But sometimes, remember this, sometimes you have to get to the end of your capabilities, moms, before you can see your need for rescue. And, and that is, that's a hard get for, for many moms. It's, it's, it's costly. We have to get to the end of ourselves before we can recognize, I need rescue. I need to reach back out to God, reach back out to friends, reach back out to family to, to come around me to help, help me rescue, to help restore me to back to where I need to be. I don't know whether Mary could see that or not. But Jesus could, and he did. And mom, Jesus can see that in you as well the times that you need rescue and can step in better than anybody to do that. Sometimes rescue can come through a friend. It can come through a son in this case. It can come through family, relatives. It can come through a caregiver. But it always comes through your Savior. It will always come by, by, by way of that. He may use others. but He's initiating all of that. Know that to be true because he sees you, Mom. He knows he knows the hard things in your life. He knows the path you're walking. He knows the, the things you're uncertain about. 
He knows the things that you worry about, that you have anxiety about. And he's there to rescue from those things. And he'll do it faithfully if we learn to lean on him, get beyond ourselves. Let's pray. Father, we're here today to, to acknowledge the, the, the godly mothers, not only in this room, but outside this room that have influenced the ones in this room. You have placed those women in our path intentionally and by design to impact us, not, not just to be a good mom ourselves, but to impact us to make a kingdom difference while we're here. And not just in the lives of our own kids, but through our kids and their friends to others. And through our friends to their kids and others. So today with these reminders, and this reminder of Mary sitting here watching this scene at the foot of the cross, needing rescue herself, I want you to encourage with your spirit every mom in this room to say, I've got you. I'm here and I've got you. Lean on me. Trust me. Because we can. And the more we do, the more we will. Thank you for these reminders from your word. Encourage every mom in this room. I thank you for these moms, these young families, dedicating kids to, to, to be raised in, this, in instruction and admonition, encouragement and truth of scripture. Help them to follow through with these commitments today and help these older moms with the younger moms to encourage them to do that. Thank you for moms that are godly and that push us to Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to today's message from Cross Point Church, helping people navigate the journey toward an authentic, biblical, and contagious walk with Christ.